Okay, so it is the 31st of May 2017. <laughs> Myself, Morton Wright, Shay Nabra, and no, sorry, Shane. Sean Sean Nabra and Shay Collins. <laughs> This is bad that EJ saying my last name is Narbro. Okay, so we have try. just come out oh, of Pirates of the Caribbean 5, Salazar's Revenge. Or Dead Men Tell No Tales. Or Dead Men Tell No Tales, which would have made a lot more sense as a title given it's fucking referenced in the movie, but... I don't that, that is when the title would have come up. That is the last line of dialogue that would have played out before the fucking film's title. Alright, alright. So guys, guys, what I want, what I want... Oh, so... Hey Sarah. Uh, so you. okay, so I think as the as the initial moments to just sort of encapsulate everyone's feelings, I'm gonna take the microphone round. I'm gonna say your name. I just want to give you the first one singular thing, just to document your overall response to the film. We're going to begin with the professional film critic in our midst. This is Morton Wright from Hoxton Movie Radio Review. Morton, your initial singular thing that you wish to say, Morton Wright. Forget the writers, these directors should never work again. Like, you can have a bad script, but you can still do something with it. <laughs> Shay Collins, noted blogger, noted podcaster, person who knows a good damn thing about films or two. What do you have to say, your immediate one-take response? Uh... uh just... Uh, <laughs> I... Uh, so much... Why do you have a redemption moment for a character that hasn't actually done anything that bad? And like, what what's the redemption death about? What what like don't don't have a redemption death when there's nothing to redeem? Like, uh, I, that's we we'll get that's, to that's other your things. One take. That's your one take. I guess. Right. Yeah. Sean. Uh, it's just everything. Just why? Just. Why on everything? <laughs> We're getting immediate one take responses. Uh, immediate one take, like just your first thought. I think I only saw about an eighth of it. I fell asleep. Amazing. Please turn off this song. Oh, I love it. It's solely a good film. Oh yeah, we don't want the drive soundtrack affiliated with our feelings on Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean Five. Just like the drive soundtrack. Oh Jesus, that would be. Let me turn it back on in like five minutes. So and and as for me, um, just. So I went into this film with the notion of like, this can't possibly be as bad as Pirates of the Caribbean 4. On Stranger Tides. Which was no. <laughs> on Stranger <laughs> Tides. Pirates of the Caribbean 4 was a mixtape of the first three. This was just vomit on screen. Yeah, it, it was just... I went like... Like, Pirates of the Caribbean 4, you could at least just be like, right, they just tried to take the best bits of the first three and put them together and make a good well, film. Well, here's, here's what I would say. I would say, oh. I, I would say that Pirates of the Caribbean 4 was a fairly earnest attempt to try and make Jack Sparrow as a character happen as mm. the leading man. Because the whole point of Jack, which I've said many times before, is He's that Jack Sparrow, he only works as a foil to a lead set of characters. He needs to have someone to act off of. And like a lot of people give Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley shit for being not amazing in the original trilogy. They're fine. But they're fine. They're they okay. They stole this film. Oh, <laughs> did they <laughs> ever? Did they ever steal this film? EJ Lee joining in on the mic. Oh my god. Like, it is amazing how bad that film is. It's so. 
Me and Morn, I ran away to oh. get more booze and then come back to support Morton. Nick, Nick's jumping over chairs was better <laughs> part of the Caribbean film than that. So, so the thing is, they kind of, kind of learnt from Pirates of the Caribbean 4 in the sense that Jack cannot carry a film by himself because fuck you Johnny Depp, you're a terrible actor. This was a terrible performance. You're a terrible actor and and you beat your he's wife. He's just a terrible person. He's a terrible gone, person. He's I got on his um, Allegedly, so that we can make, you know. Alleged, yeah. fuck allegedly. No, you okay. brought dogs into Australia illegally. Oh yeah, he did bring, yes, bring dogs into do yeah. Australia yeah. illegally. And he brought a dog shit film into this. He <laughs> bought a dog shit he's, film he's to be. He's forgotten how to be Jack Sparrow. He has! Really? He, he's it's like terrible. It does remind me more of Russell Brand in this film. He was more Russell Brand instead of Jack Sparrow. The yeah. young one in particular. Okay, okay, okay. Well, so, you know, who first hasn't comment that we be. agreed on yeah. in the film, me and Nick just turned to each other and we're like, what the fuck is the geography of this game? Yes, yeah, we're yeah. Nick! Okay, so the film. Wait, can I just say, you yeah. know who hasn't forgotten to be Jack Sparrow? Yeah. Paul McCartney. Oh, <laughs> that, that whole bit can fuck right <laughs> off. No, no, yeah, 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 I did yeah. not know. I was. I knew and nothing. Why? He's. <laughs> Paul McCartney with full-on Scouse accent, like actually uh, acknowledging where he's from, rather than just... Is he descended just... from British rockers? I don't understand. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. he's his uncle. David is also, like your dad in a... singing a Beatles song at the same time. Yeah, no, he sings... No, no, no. So he starts off... He does eventually... He starts off singing Maggie May. Yes, that's Which is Rod Stewart. Yes. <laughs> then, then he segues into the Beatles. Like Paul McCartney is just so out of his mind now. He can't even remember which songs he wrote. What was Strike One? Strike One was forgetting uh, the words to "Hey Jude" at the Olympic Olympic opening ceremony. Strike Three. Wait, he did. He did one Christmas. What's that Christmas song? Oh, that Christmas, Christmas song is also awesome. That, that's not a strike. That's that's simply having a wonderful like, Christmas time. Contracts. We're getting off topic. Okay, like, so <laughs> to, to drag us simply having yeah, we a wonderful Christmas time is a magnet. To, to drag us regretfully okay, so back, get to, back the film, to what we were saying. There was a specific point when so it opens with a bank heist yes. stolen a, from Fast and Furious. It, yes, it definitely <laughs> does. So they try and steal what the. What year is this set in? I don't like, fucking know. Pirate like times. It's nine years later after the prologue. That, the, that's the only so no, it's, it's, that it's you get. five winters after the it's, fourth film. It's five winters <laughs> after the fourth what? film. It's five Nine winters years? after the fourth film, which means no, that the film technically starts four years before the fourth film. Yeah. Oh anyway, the God. third film also must have been. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, look, okay, let's bring this down. How many years were there between? This is a much better conversation than Crack the Tribes video. Huh? No, we're not videoing. Well, we're not videoing nothing, man. We're just recording the audio. Audio recording. Yeah, take a picture of you. No, we're, we're using it to record. We can't take a picture on it. Take a picture of you. You're the sensible one. We've been joined by gentleman in hat who has put a hat on EJ's head. So, also. Hi Dave. Hi Dave. Hi Dave. Hi Dave. <laughs> so, one quiz question. Yeah. We've all got the same answer. You can go first. Who died in Baywatch that was the computer person, the IT technician? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they were pirates. What is they were pirates, what? Not pirates. Who, who died in Baywatch? Answer it. I haven't seen Baywatch. Who's seen the new Ridley Scott film? I have not uh, seen that either. Dave. Dave. Good answer. What did Dave do? He, he was the... Well, that ruined the ending. Next bit. 
Wait, I know the answer. How is the answer going to be Dave? Well, it's a Dave. It's a Dave. Oh, God. I feel like our thoughts are being. I'm Dave, I'm your friend of me. Oh. Okay. Alright. Thank, can, thank, thank you, Dave. Dave. Where can you watch comedy repeat programs? <laughs> Dave. Dave. Yes. Yeah. Dave Jarvu. Dave Jarvu. You can get the Oreo donut. You can have a mini Oreo. Alright. Great tip. Where the. Okay, so. Geography. Stolen from Fast and Furious 5. Yes. Yeah, okay, so yeah, stolen yeah. from Fast and Furious 5. They a, steal a building. Bank wait, wait, just before we get into it. A whole building with horses. Yes. So, Okay, Where? so Johnny Depp wakes up in a bank vault. In a, in a, in a safe. Inside like this new bank building. He's cuckolded some dude, captain. some yeah. old guy. He's just fucked his wife because in who knows? Safe. In the yeah. safe, where all the gold is. And then they try and steal the safe, but they take the building with them. So yeah. they then start to drag the building that the safe is in through the streets of the town. And you're like, okay, fine. This is a set piece, whatever. Fine. Fine, fine set piece. But then what you realize is that there's actually like three storylines going on at the same time mm. in the set piece, which involve Johnny Depp like being like, oh, I need to get the gold. And also the fucking lead lady character being like, I'm really intelligent and not a witch. Tire skull there. Just, just. Proving that Skins will end anyone's career. Oh, is she in oh, Skins? No, she's, yeah. She's an actress. She's, she's right okay. Skins. She's she okay. Had, she's alright. Actually, that, that's fights. completely false as well. Because like it's yeah. I'm gonna just say I want to say this clearly to the mic. She had nothing to work with. Yeah. Her character no. was so underwritten. Yeah. I feel like she's everyone's character. She's been fairly obvious one. in interviews as well. Like I saw an interview with her the other day that was just like. I don't remember the last time I had a script where my love interest wasn't 30 years older than me. So it's like, she she knew by the time the film got released that she had dog shit all to do. Oh God. So Jack Sparrow's whole deal is like his crew were like, let's steal this bank vault. And then they steal it. But because they fucked up the steal, they lost all the gold. So they- but Jack Sparrow wakes up going, oh, what am I doing here? Oh, oh wait, on. Oh, We're so jumping loud. back and forth a lot. I think the point that we had to make about this was right. There are three different storylines going on. Yeah. What, so you are jumping between this town, like settlement, St. Martin's, I think it was called. Or St. Martin's, yes. Like, mm. Orlando so Bloom wants to save his kid. Like, it Is feels he like in this? Yeah, Orlando Bloom's kid wants to save start him. Start and ends. Ah. So at the start, the kid is like, Dad, I want you to stop being cursed, and Dad's like, No! Really bad, like, Oh, I'm, I'm tough and gruff now, I'm Orlando Bloom. But like basically, you watch and this gruff. and you realise why you've not seen Orlando Bloom in anything. <laughs> See, the thing is, defend Orlando Bloom. The, I will also the defend Orlando Bloom. Easy is quite good with him. Orla easy. Orlando Bloom is not a bad actor. He's, I would yeah. say he's okay. a consistently underwritten actor, like because no one trusts him to do anything anymore. All I will say is that he has appeared in the two films that have made me want to die in the cinema the most. So this, this and, and Return Elizabeth of the King. Town. Oh, I thought you were going to say um, The Hobbit 3. <laughs> no, he wasn't in that. Yeah, he, yeah, was. he was. Oh, shit, yeah, he was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how bad oh, they So the point that we're making Restoids. about this opening sequence is that there are three separate storylines that do not really that, intersect. Like, make it seem like it's happening all over, like, all over this town. It's actually happening vaguely, basically in one street, because Johnny Depp doesn't really move once he jumps off the house. Well, it, there's that's a bit where he makes... Like, like yeah. one right turn in the whole journey. Basically, really? Well, no, there's a bit where he falls off the house, 
walks through a building, and then the house comes the other way as he yeah. moves up. And you're like, did you turn round? It's like, unless he's on the other side of the building and this is a crescent, the geography of the town makes no sense. It whatsoever. makes no sense. And this sense. is what I mean with like, you can write a bad script, but as directors, you can be like, wait a minute, visually, that makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it happens again and again throughout this film. It's so, okay, okay. Ugh. I feel like we're getting too granular by pointing out problems with specific set what pieces. Okay, can I, wait, okay. can I give me. Oh, this is why I'm. Can here. I do the one minute yeah, can we pitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, Morton, Morton, please. Morton, okay. Morton, I'm going to turn the mic towards you. So, Pirates of the Caribbean Salazar's Revenge <laughs> is a period <laughs> adventure. Set in what we presume is still the Caribbean. Pirate times. Orlando Bloom's son yes. is trying to free him from his curse where he is... David Jones. Is he David Jones? Right, he's where he's David Jones. He's starting to get a few barnacles on his face. How old is said son? Said son at the start is like... Ten. Ten. Yeah. Jump ahead five minutes later to nine years later, and he is now where Orlando Bloom was at the start of the first film, basically. Early twenties. Yeah. The way, the way, minus. Can I, can I just say, and here's the thing. I know a lot of people are going to compare this film to Pirates of the Caribbean One because it tries to do a lot of Pirates of the Caribbean One beats. Yeah, no, but Pirates of the Caribbean One. Here's it. Here's it. Wait, wait, wait. Hear me. Hear me out. Hear me out. I would just want to say that compared to this kid who plays his son. Orlando Bloom in Pirates of the Caribbean 1 is a charisma powerhouse. Like, he's so much more engaging than this fucking Henry. I will just say fucking again, Henry. Like, Pirates of the Caribbean 1, I still hold up as, like, a great one film. of my favourite childhood films. Yes, yes. Like, it, it is so good. I love the original trilogy. Yeah. I love it. Like, get out it's of town, man. Get yeah. out of town. Like, what about the monkey? The monkey was the best actor. When we are the monkey. We're not we're there not, yet. We're not there. Hold on. We've got so much to unpack, Dave. The monkey is one of the best actors. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Special guest Dave there again. Have we introduced ourselves? Yeah, we've got This is EJ Lee asking who we are. I introduced you and you go. You're no more random than Dave. Um. Okay, no. So I'm in the middle of the one minute pitch. Yeah, let me do that so we all get back to the one minute pitch. Get to the one minute pitch. No, let him finish the one okay. minute pitch. Finish so, right, okay. so, we are now with 19-year-old Orlando Bloom's son. He is trying to find the trident of the of Poseidon yes. that can cancel out all of the sea's curses. So it would free Orlando Bloom from being Davy Jones. No! No, no, right. shut up, okay. shut up, just listen. To find this, however, he must use the map which no man can read, which is conveniently on the cover of Caius Goldario's character's Diary. Karina Smith. Karina Smith. Okay. No, it's not that. Scene. This diary originally belonged to her father of mysterious origin. This is why the one minute pitch goes bad because I'm getting tied down with second act. You bullshit. are. You are. Okay. So basically, let's jump ahead. And, and Orlando they, Bloom says yeah. you need to find Jack Sparrow for some reason. He'll, he'll yeah. help, I Does guess. Does he literally say some reason? Because, some reason. because of the fucking compass all over fucking again. Yeah. So basically, the compass. He gives away the compass, it frees Salazar, this butcher of the sea, or Matator no. del Mar. No. Yeah. Who is coming after Jack. So basically, they're all trying to find the trident so that they can all control the sea and undo their various curses. It's never clarified what actual curse is on 
Javier Bardem's character. No, it's never explained. All it shows is that they die. He it mentions, the, that they he mentions the Devil's Triangle. The Devil's Triangle, presumably the Bermuda Triangle. One would assume, but he, they they sail into a cave and then they turn into ghosts. So yeah, basically they're all, in yeah. they're all on the They're all on search. Have a mutant ship. So giant fucking ship. Let's reduce it down to four ships. We have. A the four? How is there four? Okay, there's no, like three tops. No, 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 it's four. There's the there's the English. You missed the English getting eaten. Um, so there oh, is. Oh, fucking the guy who was. There is um, Salazar chasing Jack Sparrow. There is Barbosa who's chasing Jack Sparrow again? to yeah. free himself from Salazar. For some reason, he decides he to just to randomly involve himself. <laughs> he's all like and oh, free himself from. Can I do? A, can I do a Jeffrey Russian? Yeah, go ahead. He's all. He's all like. Dar, I hear this Salazar guy is destroying my ships. I'll go and talk to him. That'll sort him out. <laughs> oh wait, he's a ghost, and now I, he's in charge of me. I'd better find Jack Sparrow. That's my entire arc, apart from the bit at the end in the third act. Boy howdy, I'm Australian. <laughs> That's like a really good audio character from <laughs> Okay, let me take a step back. Forget the four ships. Let's go with four captains because that's easier because there's a weird sure. black pearl standing. So you have got Salazar, Barbosa, Captain Jack, and David Wenham, who I was trying to explain Poor to David you, Wenham. is the assistant in Van Helsing. When yeah, you're like, no, why I do know. I recognize that I was like, it's no Cog! Yeah. It's Cog yeah. from Van Helsing! Okay. So he is like the... Also, Captain Will Turner. On the he's, uh, he's not. Okay, he's like, not in the fucking. So David Wenham is the standard British like. He's like a shit version. Villain that he's taking over from Jack Thompson. He's, yeah. a, he's a shit version of Commodore Norrington because he yeah, has yeah. nothing going yeah. on. So Jack Davenport. Yeah. 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 So he Jack is Davenport trying to chase. He is trying to chase Will Turner, Orlando Bloom's son. For no, no, Henry Turner. Henry Turner. Yeah. Will Turner's son. Get that shit right. Karina Smith. Who might be a witch, even though it's basically it's a woman that understands science, so she must be a witch well, in those yeah. ages. They were trying they for that sort of drunk. like. And Jack, because like he's a pirate, even though at one point it shows he has a one pound reward, so like wow. he's still a valuable target. Oh. So he's chasing those three. Salazar is chasing Jack to get revenge because he basically killed him. And then, or turned him into a ghost. And then whatever. The two younger ones are trying to find the trident so that they can undo so, so various here's, curses. Here's, here's my that thing. That is literally Here, it. Here's my thing. So, based off that one minute pitch. Ten minute pitch. Ten minute, oh yeah. <laughs> longer than it should have been pitch. The inciting, the real inciting incident of this fucking story is that Jack Sparrow gives away the compass and thus releases the ship of the dead, Salazar. Can I can I say why that's so stupid? Because he takes one gold coin from the bank safe, the one thing that he gets away with. Yeah, which he could have used. Like he could have used that to buy. A can I now pass over to the next point out yeah, why it's exactly. even more stupid? It's Tracking fucking back stupid. He gives away the yeah, he, in the second film. In the film, me and Morton turn to I each think other. It's because he doesn't betray, he doesn't betray the betray Oh, yeah, oh, fucking you get out of away, town. Get out of town. So they talk about how, like, the idea that, like, you know, he gives away this compass and there's a really dramatic earthquake as the fucking ship of the dead gets released and all this shit, like, happens and they're just like, oh no, we released Javier Bardem and his crew of CGI extras. They're gonna fuck everyone up. Oh no. Yo, it's just terrible. And you're just like, but Jack, you gave the compass to multiple people across the original trilogy, and it was fine. But apparently that didn't count. So already big plot holes. But the thing that bothered me is the fact that 
they started this incident 25 minutes into the fucking film, Jack gives up the compass. And then it's like, oh, now the plot gets to start. So you have like so much time where nothing fucking happens. Yeah, amount of time. But also, well, it's like a billion characters yeah. and you don't care about. It's just that like the curse isn't even explained on them. Like it even shows the flashback where a really long, a flashback really long flashback, an obnoxiously of a really long awkwardly thin-jawed, like motion capture young Johnny Depp. This is the point that Bobby walked into for twenty minutes, sat there, and said, "I know the entire film. This is stupid." Yeah, no. But like, so she doesn't know. The she doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't know the pain. It gets dumber. But right, yeah. so you have this like twenty-minute flashback that shows them died. At no point does it show them having a curse placed on upon them. Well, no, the, the sea was like red. There was red weird fire stuff. I know there was red weird fire stuff, but it's just like well, what there is no explanation for the fiery. No, 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 no. You say that. You say I want it spelled out. Literally every line of dialogue in this film is spelling it out. Like there's literally one point where like. Barbosa's like fat accomplice is just like oh I heard it the weird we've got to take you back offshore now I don't know why I'm no 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 I know know the exact so the scene that Morton is referencing is during the scene there is a comedy wedding sequence where where Johnny Depp is married to a Wedding sequence taking place inside a whale skeleton. Inside a whale skeleton. Yeah. That's my thinking. Yeah. So, so. Also, we're using the word comedy (laughs) with inverse. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can't see this on the audio transcript, but my fingers are going ah, really hard. (laughs) Basically. Yeah, but they understand this noise. The main joke of this comedy wedding is is the Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp might marry a man. Herpes is not a joke. <laughs> so, <laughs> you heard it here first, people. <laughs> so, the whole premise of this sequence, like which goes on forever, apparently, is that Johnny Depp might marry an ugly man dressed as a woman, who may be a woman. It's unclear. Who has ugly children. Oh yeah, ugly children who he shouldn't make eye contact with. So then Barbosa shows up, murders Actual his- Actual quote from the film. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, Barbosa shows up, and then he's all like, Hello, Jack. I'm here to take you back because fucking reasons to do no, with no, the plot. No, no, no. But Barbosa, then his fucking sidekicks yeah, are all like... Barbosa's kind of vague, and then his sidekick. His is. sidekicks are all like, Oh, should we tell him that we're going to sell him out to Salazar? Because that's the plot of the film. And you're just like, Do you... There's a thing called, like, setup and payoff, which I feel like doesn't apply here because there was almost no setup and then they actively denied any form of payoff. This is... Okay, so let's just... I'm gonna say, fuck the plot. We all know the plot, apart from EJ. I so, think even the director's fuck the plot. Here's the thing, here's the thing. I would say that this movie is so unsatisfying because there is no payoff to anything that has any setup ever because they don't set up anything properly. There's no Well, let me tell you, what well. about that great joke at the beginning? They set up where it's like, no woman has gone into this science place and then she touches his telescope and he's like, no woman's touched my telescope before. As a euphemism <laughs> for his dick. No, no woman has touched my Herschel. Uh, I, I don't oh. remember that. Uh, no, so for me, the main problem is, is like I was saying, it's a shit script, like we say, let's, like, fuck the block. It's like they said that as well, like Joaquin Running and Espen Sandberg. 
directors. I'm glad you paid attention. They made they made Contiki a few years ago, which is I've not seen, but it's supposed to be great. It's like a Scandi uh, shipwreck film. It's supposed to be amazing. Oh, you yes. watch this, and it's just like who has directed this? There are so so the chase scene that we've already gone where there's just like no town planning whatsoever. This is kind of repeated with every single action scene. There's no singular money shot in each action scene. It's just yeah. kind of just... Because it does just sort of rush from here, 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 yeah, here, Yeah, it's here, like here, here, we don't know done. what shot selection to go for. We're just going to throw loads of stuff so, in it together. So I'll take... It's a really terrible edit where we the both turn to each other. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a kiss scene towards the end where They're like here. in one shot they are about like... a foot away from each other. In the, the next, next shot, one, like, oh, they are a centimeter away like, from each other. Yeah, Jump it's... cut from that shot to they are a meter apart, and she has slapped him, and that's all happened in about a second. Oh, dude! So the thing that I really came away with this film of going is it's like, so, sorry, so okay, the thing that I came away from this film going is like on the upside, as someone who thinks Pirates of the Caribbean three is the best Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Wrong. No, I'll take... No, 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 no wait, 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 wait. I will, I will take... I enjoy the second two, but wrong. I will, I will take pushback on that, but I love Pirates of the Caribbean 3 because it hits that sweet spot of how... Like, it's just goofy enough that it's insane, and I love it. But people have said to me, like, no, it's not a good movie. It's a terrible Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I can at least say, oh, really? Hey, hey, have you seen the fifth one? Like... The fucking third one now looks like like the best film ever. Like I would watch the third one now, and I would feel yeah. so much happier yeah. because people have arcs. Things That's are set up appropriately. I would happily watch the second and third one now because I don't want to watch the first one and sully the memory. Oh yeah, no, that's fair. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. All right, we got ten minutes. Okay, okay. All so I will say is just imagine in like a month's time there will be a certain number of people sat around the table, probably in a different cinema, doing the exact same conversation about Transformers 5. Oh. Oh. Do you remember how good the third one was? <laughs> the no, third one no, the third one is... 20 minutes in the cinema. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do as the closer. I'm going to say that we have less than 10 minutes. I'm going to go around the table and get everyone to just give their final closing thoughts. So everyone, you have five seconds to think of your final closing thoughts, whatever you want to say about this movie, whether you saw it in its entirety or not. Because <laughs> I'm aware there are people who one didn't see it or fell asleep. Really? I'm gonna start with you, Sean. Uh, your final thoughts. Just don't go, just don't go, just save, save your money, just do not go. Go see Wonder Woman. We're about to go see Wonder Woman. I fucking hope it's better than this, otherwise I've wasted my entire night. <laughs> I I have I'm putting my faith into Rotten Tomatoes here, which is wary. So <laughs> all right, all right. Um. Oh God, like I might watch it again just to know. <laughs> <laughs> just so I know what you guys are actually talking about. Twenty-six minutes of conversation completely. <laughs> no, but like I have no idea what happened. You're like saying this part, this part, this part. I'm like I don't remember any what of was, it. What was your, What's your final thought on the film? I like the end. The credits, I guess? The soundtrack was the same as the first one? I don't know, I don't have a strong opinion about it. Fair enough. It's not the first one, and that's, yeah. The first one's amazing, and this one can go go to the toilet. Fair enough. Yeah. Morty? 
When Kieran Knightley is the least offensive thing about a film, you know that a star rating is completely null and void. Fair enough. EJ? Didn't see it, won't see it. Only cool. saw the first one. See the second and third, they're good fun. Maybe. Watch them with me, I'll guarantee a good time. That I will do. Hey. Yes. To be fair, the third one is one of your films. It's fucking great, is I love it. Is it like King Kong? It's fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I will watch it's the hell out so of that. It's so stupid. Yeah. The third film is so stupid, watch I love it. third film back to back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you've got to watch it back to back. That is Definitely. Weekend Surfer Assorted. Fucking. Shay. Um. Final thoughts. Story structure, where, where, where's it gone in cinema? You know, I don't like Star Wars, but like Star Wars, Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, they're like Greek, you know, Greek plots. You got like archetypes of characters, they move forward, they have arcs, they all connect together in a kind of almost farcical way. And this is, Pirates of the Caribbean 5 is like Star Wars episode one, where cuts don't make sense and plot doesn't matter and nothing, everything's awful, just uh, story's gone, story's dead. Uh, Kira Knightley gets paid fucking two million pounds to run in a field yeah. for a day and all that you've just said is completely off topic but it involves a boat so it's kind of okay <laughs> I really hope that at some point in the development process somebody turned to Darren Aronofsky on a completely different film and just went yeah but What's Noah's Ark? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Dave, final thoughts. Dave, final thoughts. So, does anyone else think the monkey was the best bit of the film? Yeah, okay, monkey's best bit. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. It's nice it, it wasn't CG. It wasn't time. hard. Alright, so to close out this half hour of film, I guess, podcast question mark? Possibly. Drug reviews. Oh, drug reviews, yes! Drug reviews. Yes. I would listen to this. So, okay, so. <laughs> My final thoughts would be this film demonstrated to me a fundamental lack of understanding of the concept of stakes because at no point did I feel invested in any fucking character. You had them being like, oh, care about Orlando Bloom. I'm like, Orlando Bloom, who notoriously nobody ever fucking cared about in the last movie, his son is gonna get me to care about him. Wrong. They have generic McFemale who's like, no one understands me because I'm intelligent and I want to look at the stars. And also, my dad? <laughs> no, I don't care about that. I don't care. And then they were like, hold on, you know who can save this? Johnny fucking Depp, doing the worst rendition of Jack Sparrow ever, can save this movie. You are fucking wrong. You waste my time? You waste your own time. <laughs> and frankly, I am disappointed and sad. But on the upside, we had a fun time just by heckling this film, having a few drinks and making a podcast. So apologies all in all, we're quids the, in. Apologies to the two little girls that were sat in the row behind us that heard a lot of Nick swearing. Uh, I will say, I will say, at the start of this movie, Which I was told- you know, wait a minute, they turned up late, so fuck them. Yeah. Like, I was told at the start of this movie, I was allowed two instances of me just going- No, you were told you were allowed one. Sorry, I one. One instance of the of me saying the words "fuck off, Johnny Depp," and I said it when he turned up because <laughs> because "fuck off, Johnny Depp." No, he was in it. No, I knew, I knew, but I didn't realize how egregiously bad it would be. Okay. And then midway through, I just also went unbidden. Fuck off, Johnny Depp. So I want that to be the final four of this podcast. Can I just get all of us together on three? Fuck off, Johnny Depp. One, two, three. Fuck, fuck off, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. And that's time.